This is CliffCentral.com. Hi, and a very, very, very warm welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. And as always, it is a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Thank you for telling people to download the podcast. I'm Shemaine Harris. <laughs> And I'm Liesl Tom, always with Jermaine. It's such fun to be with you. Thank you for joining us. And yes, as Jermaine said, tell your friends, download. If you listen live, go download the podcast after this. You can listen to it again. And today, you are going to want to listen to it again. Totally. Jermaine, you and I had a conversation about different topics we would like to discuss. And um, mm-hmm. so I Googled. I asked Uncle Google And I came across Something I've never even heard of And the moment I saw it I knew that This is something that we need to look at So with us in studio Is Dr. Rita Vandenberg From the Mystery School She's the CEO of The South African Is it the South African leg of the Mystery School? Well, the Modern Mystery School, we're an international corporation, and uh, yeah, I'm the CEO of the South African branch. So what is the Mystery School? Well, the Mystery School is one of those organizations that brings empowerment to people. It sounds a bit like Hogwarts. Absolutely. (laughs) You even get a wand in the school. (laughs) I love it. Now, Shemaine, what is interesting about Mm -hmm. Rita is when I said Dr. Rita, um, it's not one of those people who have very high academic qualifications and then get a PhD and call themselves doctor. She is a medical doctor. And I'm sorry, I have to ask you, how did a medical doctor with a scientific brain end up working in this field? Well, you see, I always wanted to be more than just one being. I believe that I'm a multidimensional being. And I started doing the medical, normal, hogwash, doctor, doctor, doctor thing. And then I went around, tried to get that PhD, and I did, in all the metaphysics and the metaphysical uh, studies. So I'm a little bit of both. So how did, how did your interest in the, the field of metaphysics, how was it ignited? Well, when I started doing medicine, I've, I specifically did medicine because I wanted to find that thing that makes people tick, that innate wisdom, that divine something, that spark inside. I ended up operating, doing surgery, general surgery, and I didn't find it. Slicing people open Slicing to people look for open. the clock that makes them tick. Absolutely. Love, blood. <laughs> oh, now I'm scaring all the listeners away. <laughs> no, no, but in not. that blood, in that fire, I always knew that there was something missing. Mm. Did it, you know, because working with the human body, I can just imagine it must be so amazing. Um, you know, it must, I think it must, that was for me, that was when I first realized there's something better or, or, or more when I, when I, in my little childlike uh, brain started doing biology. I thought, oh my, oh my, oh my. So was that s- sort of a catalyst that drove you into um, spirituality? You know, when I uh, was at Varsity and we learned about the DNA, uh, we, that's a long, long time ago. Well, fortunately, the listeners can't see all my gray hairs, but that's like 40 years ago. When I studied, we didn't know all that much about the DNA. But nowadays, uh, we, we know just about everything about the DNA. They're working on the human genome and it is just amazing. So in my days, I started contemplating the DNA and the greatness of it. Now, we know that the DNA, and subsequently I found out that the DNA holds the blueprint of who you are. Are we going to talk about that a little? Well, if you want to. That would be fantastic. Absolutely. So the DNA holds the blueprint of who you are. You know, and a lot of studies have been done on the DNA. But in our tradition, we start by activating the DNA. Now, the DNA is there, but it's dormant. Mm. It holds all your gifts, all of your abilities. is who you are. But do you even know who you are? That's what I want to know. Is, are mm. we talking about you singularly, Liesl? Or are we talking about Liesl, her mom, her dad? You know, all those. The entire family tree. Till wherever. So I'm going to ask you one thing. Do you ever feel like it's just you yourself 
and there's nobody else? Or do you always feel connected to everyone and everything? Do you want to go first? I don't really sit and contemplate whether I'm alone, even if I am sitting by myself. It's, it's not, I don't ever feel alone. Um, and I don't know if it is because of, you know, knowing that we are all connected or if it's because there are always some living creature around me, even if it's just a plant, but I never feel alone. Or it might be all the voices in my head, you know, it could be either one. Well, you know, we all hear voices and we just don't acknowledge it. Since very young, I've been hearing these voices telling me that there's more than just this physical body, just more than just this physical existence. How do your voices sound? Crazy. Weird, <laughs> wonderful, soothing. It depends how I feel on that particular day. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, I'm, I, I know it's, I am being facetious, yes, but it sounds like it's just a silly question. But there are people who actually do hear voices and there are others who go, no, it's like in my psyche, it's in my brain, it's, you know, it's, it's a, an awareness. So I'm just asking what yours is like. How yeah. does yours no, come to you? You know, I hear um, strange things. Thoughts, other people's thoughts. I hear <laughs> truths that's, you know, that are, uh, or mysteries that are revealed to me. So it's a little bit weird. And I just he- uh, heard Liesl say hoo hoo stuff. So yeah, this is the hoo hoo stuff. Um, there is more than just this consciousness and, um, all of this that we are and all of this that we are connected is connected through our DNA. The DNA holds the holographic imprint of everything in the universe. And truthfully, if you are in tune, if that DNA is activated, you can start reaching a level of consciousness beyond this normal mundane life. Like? Well, we're all born with our natural psychic gifts and abilities. But how often do we actually explore it? You know, children are told, it's just your imagination. It's your imaginary friend. Hmm. Now, truthfully, we believe that it's not imaginary and that there are other beings, even though unseen, that are all around us, working with us at all times. So you're like that doctor who says, I believe in NDE, um, just bring me the patient, the, the near-death experiences. <clears throat> sure. Now you're opening a can of worms here, you know, because I I have been in practice for a very long time and I have personally been uh, involved with many, many patients that had near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. And what is a near-death experience? It is when the consciousness leaves the physical body, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we can call it whatever we want. But when consciousness expands beyond this physical body, what if it just returns to more natural state, mm. more natural consciousness that we are not aware of mm. in this physical body. We've done a show on near-death experience with people who've actually crossed over and came back. But as a physician, as someone witnessing this person stepping over that threshold and then stepping back, what was your awareness of that? Well, for me personally, I have seen people while they are experiencing their near-death experiences, and we think that they are not conscious, but they are completely conscious. Um, and when they tell us, I've been, you know, floating at the ceiling, looking down on my physical body, that room is filled with absolute pure light. They are going through the tunnel of light, that, l- that tunnel that is part of our central core. And it's just above our crown. So that is that tunnel that we go through when we um, have that expanded consciousness, when we start shifting that awareness, call it astral travel or whatever you want to, to call it. This light, was it physical? Could you see it with your physical eyes or was it a sensation of light? Well, both. Okay. Um, Okay. People that have got their psychic gifts and abilities open, the sense of clairvoyance can see the light as if it is right mm. here in the room, as mm. if the light switch has been turned on. Okay. Absolutely. Other people sense, of course, you know, they, they can't see. I, I am clairsentient, so I see, sense, and, mm. and mm. feel it. So let's go back to the DNA, because I've heard people say or talk about junk DNA. 
Mm. How can we have I mean, first of all, is there such a thing? So what has been found is that 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 we've classified as junk DNA was um, DNA that we just didn't know what it was at that moment in time. And in the metaphysics, we know that the scientists will catch up with us. You know, the metaphysics will be at the top of the mountain. The scientists will be finding them up there. And that is a saying that we often say in our um, mystery school. But uh, that junk DNA is the spiritual DNA. That is what has been labeled as the God code or that that we have been created in the image of God. Call God whatever you want, source, intelligence, light, universal energy. That holds the blueprint of our spiritual being, of our divinity, who we are on a more higher level than just this physical being. Does it look different from person to person or does that what you call so-called junk DNA and you call the spiritual DNA. Um, Does it look different for everyone? Well, everybody holds a different essence of that quality of God or uh, that innate wisdom, the essence of God is unique for each and every individual. Without you as this individual on this plane, that tapestry will not be complete. There, there will be a missing thread. You are the only one that can hold that beauty and uh, glorious divinity in this world at this specific moment. And if you were not there, the universe would not be complete. So it is unique, and yet we share it. How much did it change in, you know, since, say, like when you started 40 years ago? You said it was about 40 years ago. So how much, or was there a change in the DNA structure, the the, the, the spiritual one? Now we are on really uh, dicey ground because, um, you know, in my profession, even my colleagues really felt um, threatened by this spirituality and the holistic uh, alternative medicine. But DNA has, is definitely changing. It is absolutely my belief that the whole body is changing. Everything is changing. Consciousness on the planet is changing as well. And I feel a little bit of um, compassion for my colleagues. Even now when I see patients, when we do blood tests or x-rays or MRIs or whatever, you know, people are confounded, doctors are confounded by these strange, mysterious diseases. And it is because everything in the human is changing, not just consciousness. When we talk about DNA, I mean, the, the, the only way I, as a non-scientist, can relate to it is that double helix with, with all the little connections between the two. Yeah. Now, when you say DNA is changing, I mean, please don't change my picture. What's happening? Well, what is it that you are thinking that you can achieve? Where is it that you want to go? When we activate the DNA, we are activating that dormant DNA of the full potential. That potential that you hold, that you can be that divine, ultimate, luminous light being. Okay, but does this, would this mean that should I have my DNA activated, I would suddenly have so-called superpowers, you know, does it change what human bodies can do? I mean, will we be able to fly? Absolutely. We do. We do know. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what? Start with the basics, though, okay? We first start with a wand at the Hogwarts, and then we have the broom that we start flying with. No, I'm joking. But, yes, it does absolutely activate your, call it superpowers, We don't believe that it's superpowers because every single being innately has access to those so-called superpowers. And if you can start clearing out all the blockages and the obstacles and those things that are held in the subconscious, and you can live more from your consciousness, your conscious mind, the higher mind, then you can absolutely achieve miracles. And we know that from that activation, people has achieved many, many miracles. How do you activate your DNA? Because, I mean, it sounds, it sounds very intricate. I suppose this is something that you would teach at your school. We absolutely do. The first step is, um, let, let me explain a little bit, is, is a course of empowerment. 
It's a two-day workshop where you receive the, let's call it the secrets, the more occult or hidden knowledge of who mm, you truthfully just, are. Just a moment there, Rita. You know that word, mm. occult, freaks people, people out. out completely. What is the occult. Absolutely. Thank you for asking that because we do find that people run away when they hear this word. Occult means hidden. Occult means something that has been kept hidden from Whomever. common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the occult mysteries or the mysteries per se, it's information that has been kept secret or hidden away and was available only and accessible only to very select groups, priests, priestesses, and royalty. Now, these great beings that have excelled because they had access to these secrets or Mm. these mysteries. I personally don't even like the word secrets because it's not secret. We're way in the age or the time where there are are no more secrets. There are no more No, let me not say there are no more secrets because I think that would be arrogant. But there are, I think, more in the open than they are still hidden. Tell me where I'm wrong. Well, You know, I've trained in the mystery tradition for a really long time and there are always more secrets that I don't know and that I have, that I find. Uh, traditionally, the mystery tradition has been an oral hand-down tradition. Mm. And when the, when the student's ready, the teacher appears and you receive the keys to the mysteries. Um, since 1997, the mystery school has opened its doorways to the public and anybody that Googles, you know, I, you <laughs> joked about Mr. Google earlier. Uh, anybody that Googles or that are interested that has done their preparatory work can have access to these teachings. Mm. And in Empower Thyself, we start the reconnection, the recalibration of the doorways or the portals to information. Mm. And we share how uh, you can empower yourself. So what's the preparatory work? You know, uh, Shemaine, you asked that, but everybody is doing their work. Everybody is living life. Mm-hmm. Everybody is experiencing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we struggle and we really battle through life, but that battle is preparing us mm-hmm. for something. Okay. It is creating an, in us, you know, the sympathy, the empathy, the compassion, mm-hmm. the love, the sharing, um, so, mm-hmm. so that is that preparatory uh, yeah. work. Because, you know, when you hear school, you think, oh, qualifications, you know, and you are saying, yes, qualifications, life, you know, what, what you've, what you've gathered Ooh, in that. Shemaini, what now? My brother said to me last week that life is a university mm-hmm. and the only qualification you get at the end of it is a death certificate. <laughs> um, I don't know if that is something that, uh, you know, you guys share. Well, the death certificate is your entry Entry. level into uh, spiritual (laughs) university. Shemaine, you're right. You see, you know all of these things already. And we we really truthfully believe in the mystery tradition, the same that all the mystics and the poets and the songwriters have been telling us, all the information is within yourself. Mm -hmm. Everything you know, you have access. And you have access to that knowledge through your DNA. we're getting to the place where we're starting to understand that, you know, information is coming to us and, you know, we have uh, free access to it. But um, we still run on fear, um, you know, as as humans. We still run on fear. And I wanted to find out one of our things uh, uh, about this life is death, you know. How do you prepare people? Yes, because that for, is the biggest fear people for, have. For death, you know, and, and the person's transition over to the other side and you staying behind. Because, I mean, that's too... How do you prepare me? You know, it's really painful being the one staying behind. Um, but if you know that this person is ascending to a higher level or a higher plane or a spiritual dimension, it makes it easier. Now, we believe... But you see, we believe, don't all believe that the person's ascending to abs- a better plane. Absolutely. But that is where some of the, Teaching. the, the secrets have been kept away from 
public knowledge. We are all eternal beings. We are spirit. You've never been born, therefore you can never die. And death in the physical is just a going back to your true nature. See, now you're talking nuts. You've never been born, so you cannot die. <laughs> I'm going like, okay. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> weird, right? It does, doesn't yes. it? Go into that. Yeah, but, I- but you're more than just this physical body. This physical body is like uh, having a experience, just a temporary stop, a little vacation here in the whole universe and the galaxy. It's a vacation, damn it. Well, <laughs> is it rough or is it preparing you for something more? You know, it, we, we can philosophize about this thing. I just think it's hell of a rough, you know, and then it has a whole lot of beautiful moments. More beautiful, but I ain't going to go and say it ain't rough, darling. That's my experience. Well, you see, rough is good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Come on, you're not a girl that wants easy. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's not, um, you know, I don't want easy, and, but I mean, it's stuff that you learn as you grow that you don't want easy, that easy is kind of like, it, it takes away, um, you know, the depth of life and on the rah, rah, rah. So I don't want to sit here and preach because you're the person that we're talking to. Well, but I mean, no, we don't want easy, but, you know, we don't want to tell people either that, you know, it's not going to, because we want it to be cushiony and easy all but, the bloody time. But what if, what if? You remembered that you have created all of these contracts of every single experience that you are having right now. But that comes with knowledge and teachings, isn't it? Yes. Um, But that I'm sure, Rita, and uh, you'll tell me where I'm wrong. I'm sure that is what Rita means when Mm. she says you've done your preparation work. Exactly. You know these things so that when you want to learn more, you already have this basis. The foundation. Yeah, foundation. So because uh, I'm still onto that DNA thing. I, I still need to find out how does it um, manifest? What are the symptoms that your DNA is, is you know, going through that transformation? And sorry, before you answer that, if, if can your DNA get activated spontaneously or do I need someone to come tap me or, or whatever? I mean, can it activate spontaneously? And then, as Shemaine asked, how do we know or can you go into a dream state yes. or, you know, or, or those states that we go into the travel states? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Self-initiation, self-activation can happen. It's very rare because we are, um, you know, this DNA, we, we do not use it to our full extent. Most of our abilities are, most of our gifts are unused. And they are unused because we like our little comfort zone and we have been conditioned to believe about ourselves in a, in a, in a very specific way. Whether it was society, religion, cultural, it doesn't really matter. We have these blockages in place that, or limitations, let's call it limitations rather, uh, that, that prevents us from really reclaiming our full potential. Now, you know, what shall I let, let me let me backtrack a little bit. The DNA holds all your true gifts mm-hmm. and your potential. But you believe you're only a woman. And a woman should not go Skiing. Skiing? Okay, well, no, no, no. Way too many women are skiing nowadays, Shemaine. No, 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 but just uh, just the first word that came to mind. But you won't be a fighter pilot in the war. Okay? Um, Yeah, but but you know, that was just an analogy or um, But who says? Who says you cannot? And many women have done those things and have excelled. Okay, and it's not just about women. Uh, you know, I'm just using that example because I don't want to step on toes. Well, uh, that is one of the boxes we have as a yes, society. Absolutely. This is the women box, and women do certain things, and they don't do certain things. Absolutely. And then we get socialized like that. I was having a conversation earlier with a, a mutual friend of ours, who, and we were talking about the fact that women are not socialized to say no. Absolutely. But well, the woman has lost. It is. It is. But rain. But wouldn't you want it to change much quicker and faster? Because I would love that. Yeah. You know, I would really appreciate that. What would happen if the woman actually started reclaiming her power and authority as the goddess? If she can be seen as that goddess, 
everything on the planet will be reset. So tell, tell us, how do you do that? How do you go to the space of, I'm a goddess? How do, how do I reclaim my space? Well, the first step, as I've said, is the DNA activation. You come to a trained life activation practitioner that with a specific, and you see, that is where I've changed from my scalpel, which cuts, uh, to a laser uh, crystal wand. And that is that wand of the heart. You weren't joking about the wand. No, I was not joking at all. And with this specific crystal wand, the DNA is activated on a non-invasive basis. Uh, There is a period of training that every life activation practitioner has to go through. And this is uh, the second step. You know, remember I mentioned the first step, which is a two-day workshop. The second step is a five-day workshop, which is presented all over the world. And you go to this workshop where we train you Mm -hmm. how to do the life activation um, for all individuals. Now, we're in the lineage of King Solomon, and King Solomon worked for over 30, 40 years to um, consolidate or to, to, in, not, uh, to create, to put together this modality, the life activation that universally works for every single person, guaranteed. So when you say we... Are in the lineage of King Solomon. The Modern Mystery School is okay. a representation of right. the uh, King Solomon lineage, okay. uh, which is a forum to bring the modern or, or the Western mystery tradition to the public. And um, this life activation works universally. It doesn't matter whether you're male, female, it's regardless of culture, age, sex, it, it makes no difference. Does species make a difference? We even, and you know, we are in South Africa, so I can joke about this, but even, we even have white lions activated, giraffes activated, monkeys, macaws, uh, dogs. We have many of the animal species activated as well. And this brings to the client rejuvenation, regeneration, and it accesses that dormant DNA. And it increases and enhances your potentiality. So if you, if you activate my DNA, what would change in my physical reality? Well, the first, before you answer that, I mean, if you say you've, you've, you've activated animals DNA, what changes for them? You know, I have uh, always had just one species of dogs and I have macaws and I breed macaws um, and it enhances their lifespan. My vet always says, what on earth are you doing? Your dogs become 21, 22, 24, five years old and they refuse to, to cross over and they are in tip top condition. So it does help and assist that being to Live a full life. Does it slow down the aging process? Slows down the aging process, absolutely. There you go, ladies. That's the first reason to do it. But that is a superficial reason to do it. Not really. Because if you regain that beauty, if you regain that access to your innate beauty, but as well as your physical beauty, you can start walking or embodying this um, this role that you have as the goddess. So, you know, for women, it's very important to look beautiful, to feel beautiful, and to be. Isn't it for everybody? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. So I'm going with this thing of, okay, now I look cute. You know? I'm feeling, well, you do look cute. <laughs> Thank you. But you know what I mean? And, and I'm, I look cute. Um, I'm aging really well. My life, my health is amazing. Um, but Actually, I, I think 70 years is, is, is good, but I'm getting, I'm, I'm feeling I'm getting all that I need to tap out of life. You know what I mean? And it's at, and it's at its max because my DNA has been activated. But okay, I now want to go home. I want to decide I, I want to cross over with my good looks, but I'm 70. Well, you know, so can seven, I do that? Of course you can. You always have free will and choice. This is the main teaching of the mystery tradition is that you've got choice. Whatever works for you, keep doing it. Whatever mm. does not work, make a different decision and 
it will change the outcome. But you know, Shumaine, uh, 70, you know, no, in, in medicine, example. 70 is now a youngster, it's okay? A, because we are meant to live Rita, forever. This is an example. Okay, I'm making okay. examples. I'm just saying, but because you can at any time decide, I want to check Absolutely. out. People who take their own lives at 24, mm. they're tired, mm. you know. They're, are now, they tired or have they just lost hope? And for, for, I think for, for whatever reason, you know, there are obviously various reasons, but I'm talking about looking good, being at your optimum for a very long time, getting 90 years old, you're rocking, everybody's younger than you, you, can, you know, and, and you go like, oh, my friends have gone. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, you know, again, uh, we share more about this death principle in the Empower Thyself class, but you've okay. got the option to leave this planet whenever you feel that you have fulfilled your purpose. Mm -hmm. And if you've fulfilled your purpose at 20 years or whether you have fulfilled it at 90 years, it makes no difference. When you are ready, you can leave mm -hmm. and then continue with your journey in the spiritual dimension. Now, what about ascension? Would you, if your DNA is activated, can you, I mean, I read about this in <clears throat> the Celestine Prophecy and it sounds like a nice fairy tale. I do not think people's molecules start drifting off into space one by one. And what if they did? What if they did? Yeah, okay. What if you could live as an ascended master while you're in the physical? While, what if you can expand your consciousness sufficiently and have that beautiful body and mind and everything is perfect in your life and you are ready to serve on a higher scale in a higher dimension, but you... You know, you need this physical body. This physical body is like a physical vehicle. Mm. We use, it's like a rental it's vehicle. A We've rented from, it. From a to B, yeah, yeah, we rented it. We, we need to get our money's worth. From I don't think we've rented body. it though. Because if you drive a rental, you drive it like it's a rental. With we care. That, no, hey, when I, <laughs> I don't drive with care when I drive a rental. Sorry, Avis. If, 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 if this is ours, it's yeah. something we take responsibility for and that We've bought. Well, there's an ownership there. How many people actually have ownership of their bodies? You know, I was uh, in medical practice for many, many years as a general practitioner. People came to my office. I love you all, my patients. You know, I still see them in the bank or in the mall. And then they ask me, why aren't you coming back to, to practice? I, I swear I must have been one of the most strict doctors. But they would bring their whole checkers bag full of medication and dump it on my table and say, well, you fix me. But don't ask me to do anything. Don't let me have to change my diet, live more healthy, exercise. So do people really take responsibility for their health? Do they really take responsibility for this temple, this mm. divine temple that we have? Oh, you didn't have to stop talking. I just. Oh no! <laughs> I was just. I was just saying it's an it's an interesting thing the the body thing because. Recently, I started learning that I created this body. So, but that for me is like, it's, it's almost like uh, there, there, there are places in my brain that opened up and I go like, so before I came, this is how I decided I'm going to look. I mean, I always, you know, I had, I had the idea, but now I'm physically going, you made, you put, you assembled that with help. You assembled the body that you're coming into this world uh, mm, with, mm. you know. So, and it's made me realize, actually, you did a good job. <laughs> well, I, I would have liked my legs to be a little bit longer because if I go hiking, you but, know, I can't reach the, but, but the doesn't bits. It, yeah, but doesn't it go, or don't, doesn't that sense of, I'll take responsibility for, you know, for this, doesn't Sh it make you feel good? Shemaine, that is, that is the core of our teaching is that you have created this reality you have contracted you've written in your book of life everything that you are experiencing and now either you can enjoy it or if it doesn't serve you any longer you have got the ability to change it mm. make different choices mm. so if if you start realizing and if you start taking responsibility for the fact that you did create it mm. and not just your body 
Not just who your family is, Easy but woman. every single Easy. thing. Baby yes. steps, baby Easy. steps now. <laughs> okay. Easy. But yeah, we, I'm joking, but yes, I, I, yeah. I get what you say. You know, we, we have uh, fallen into a little bit of a comfort zone. We are so complacent with what society wants for us and where we are at that we forget to just jump out of that aeroplane because the parachute will open it will open guaranteed mm. uh just jump mm. but yes i know i'll 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 moderate it now you do what you do you do dr rita <laughs> yes absolutely uh, uh, rita when you have your dna activated apart from the super health and the longevity what else can I expect? Is it only physical? Don't, d- 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 can't I, can't I just, you know, have my DNA activated and then suddenly become the CEO of Microsoft or whichever? Is it only physical or can you change your entire reality? You change your absolute entire reality, 100% for sure. We have got physical DNA and we've got spiritual DNA. When we activate through the normal life activation, we activate the uh, physical strands. And then there is a process that you have an activation. It's called the galactic activation. It's the spiritual two last final strands of spiritual DNA that gets activated. So it's a two-step process. But literally, Liesl, everything in your life changes. And you can, uh, you know, there are many great beings that has achieved wonderful, miraculous things. And that you, it's, it's totally in your power. Absolutely. Um, yes, longevity is beautiful. Age, uh, you know, reversal is fantastic. Everything is wonderful. But you create the change that you want to see. Mm. And if you're happy with what you have and you are settling for less than, you know, push yourself, push yourself, activate that unlimited potential because this is a limitless universe. You can do with it whatever you want to. And we have seen great miracles. You know, 20 years ago, actually 30 years ago, 10 years ago, if somebody told me that I would stand on a stage or speak over a radio or leave my beloved theater not operating, I would have, I, I would have told them that they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I never would have. Because that was my passion. My passion was serving on a totally different level. Mm. But this has created complete alchemical change. And I've seen the change and transformation in my patients, in clients, in my uh, fellow students. And literally, the sky is the limit. Mm. I heard someone say it's like they gained time. Um, You know, I mean, it's what? You know, there is no, no we're time, reading her right? mind, so we, we, we're just messing with her. Yeah, uh, there, there is no time. No. Time is just a concept that we have here in the physical, and you're not a physical being. And I've you told are, you, eternal spirit, so no. don't get bogged down by time. No, but you have, these are things that you, you hear in a teaching capacity. You hear because you're imparting knowledge, you know. So, and the way I can tell you all those things, and yes, I've heard it, you know, but for most of us, we need a place from where we start and if you tell me i am gaining time it's something i understand you know i i i hear where you're talking i hear what you're saying i hear what you're trying to tell me um so for especially when you're like terribly busy you know and you go like you know what i did this and that shifted for me suddenly i'm able to manage my time a little bit better and that for me that that was the mm-hmm. the gaining time because there's there's some some things that she she got a hold of with inner life so mm-hmm. she could open spheres so yeah i know it's 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 really nice but i like bringing it down to practical you know but i hear what you're saying that you know i don't understand it you know <laughs> so, so I bring it home to where I can make sense of it. Absolutely. So the basic, 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 when you start activating that DNA, you open the doorway to find your unlimited potential. Mm. If you want something more in life, and I think 
Really, truthfully, everybody wants just that little bit something more, whether it is more health or more abundance, more happiness, joy, because joy is really the fruit that you can measure the success. You know, and, and that is part of what we do with the life activation is the fruit that your life is delivering. So what is joy? Wow. Joy is that state of being that it doesn't matter whether you get up in the morning and it is raining and pouring or whether you are as poor as sin or whether you've got all the millions in the world, but that joy cannot be taken away. It is, it is absolutely a state of being. It is not dependent on anything external mm. and it is always there. And joy can easily be accessed and, and stimulated if you live your purpose. In order to have that continuous joy, you have to live your purpose. You have to live with purpose. And purpose is what determines how you see life, be life, how you are. Mm. And how you see yourself. But you're talking about purpose now, about our individual purposes. But what is the purpose of this experiment that we call life, that we take so seriously? I mean, what is going to happen if you mess up? Not so much. So, hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's open another can of worms here. <laughs> wow. Um, what if you cannot mess up? Yes. What if you cannot mess up? But what if you can lose that precious time? What if you can speed up? Some people might think that's messing up. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. So what is messing up? Messing up means that you see yourself as not being perfect. And you are already perfect. You know, so many people want to fix things. We all want to fix something. Oh, don't, you know, I, I know about fixing. I, I try to fix everything in the world. It's the, it's the story of every female's life. Isn't it just? We, we brought yeah. here to fix things. Yeah. Men come and they try and fix things. Yeah. But we actually taught that we need to fix it. Yeah. Sorry. But, but we, uh, we are not meant to fix. We are nurturers. I know. You know, the, the, the whole principle of that, the goddess is the, the nurturer. And if we go out of our way, we go out of purpose and we start fixing, we lose mm. that joy. We, we become this competitive being that is not fulfilled. How many men are going into that space, though? I've seen a lot of nurturing coming from males that I've not seen before. I mean, I'm, I'm, I grew up, uh, uh, I've been growing up for a little while now. So, <laughs> so men have started getting that space where... They, um, you know, where they become caring, where they're taking a role that's traditionally been, you know, seen yeah. as as the woman's. Yeah. Well, you know, I believe I'm from a heart uh, space absolutely, now. absolutely, Shemaine. It's mm -hmm. so true. You know, we've got such an imbalance between the sexes on this planet that we don't even know what is feminine, what is masculine. We don't even know what is balance. We don't even know what is love. And I truthfully believe that if the goddess accepts her power stands in her power and creates that space, that nurturing space for the male, the males could actually create balance and help and assist us to be who we really are. So, it, 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 you know, as I said, it's a whole can of worms that we're opening here again. But lovely, it, lovely worms. <laughs> nice, big, fat, juicy ones. Um, but um, it is very important that we return to balance. And now we all have masculine and feminine inside of us. We know that. But what is the balance? And the balance is not necessarily 100% female just because I've got the female body. But I need to know which specific aspect of my Myself need to be uh, dominant for this moment and then be able to flow because energy flow is extremely important. Mm. What else do you teach at the mystery school? Well, apart from the life activation and the personal empowerment, how to know yourself. Because if you know yourself, you can know God and you can know everyone else. Call God whatever you want, light, source, mm. you know, the existence, that oneness. We are all one. 
And if I can know myself, I will know you. And if I know myself as God and I can see you as God is, then we have this opportunity to restore peace on earth. And the mission of the Modern Mystery School is to assist um, recreating world peace, creating peace on on earth. But we have many other courses. We specialize in sacred geometries. Ooh, and I the love sacred that. geometries um, are all different. We've got 13 different modalities at the moment. The first one teaches you how to enhance the space and raise the vibrational frequency of a physical dwelling, a space, to have that peace and harmony. And then we work with crystals and we teach people to uh, become healers. Now, healing means that you facilitate the, the process of healing, that innate wisdom in the individual. Because we can't heal anybody. You know, we can only heal ourselves. So we have that. We have got many, many courses, many metaphysical subjects that we teach, alchemy, tarot, Kabbalah. And, and the, um, the very important one, um, you know, which helps us to clear out that mind clutter and to restore and to understand that blueprint of our DNA is is Kabbalah. We do universal yeah. Kabbalah and many other courses, so, of course. One of the many other courses is, um, and I believe you're not, you, we don't have a lot of time, so there's not going to be a, a way of, of actually going into it, is um, astral traveling. Yes, absolutely. So how do, how's that working for you? Because, yeah. you know, we're becoming aware of we, we can do certain things in altered states. Um, so, so how do you approach uh, teaching people um, that? Uh, yeah, there are d- different levels of astral travel. There's a basic astral travel where we uh, help like and assist. the fundi of astral travel t- teaching. So yes. You're like the only one in, in, in uh, Gauteng. Yeah, the only one in Gauteng, yes. On a but, master um, level. Yeah, there, there are um, many precautions that you have to take in order to do efficient, safe, and very successful astral travel. Now, astral travel means that you are expanding your consciousness. You are shifting that, that place of consciousness where you start uh, working from so that you can access different dimensions and bring wisdom back from these dimensions. I thought it's just to have fun. Well, astral travel is not really to have fun. Well, it is fun while you're doing it, Shemay, for <laughs> sure. But uh, it has to have a has to have a purpose, and the purpose is to gain wis- wisdom, to gain experience, to reconnect with all the different beings in the different planes. Now, on the astral, of course, there are many astral beings, and um, respect is a huge, important thing. Would you okay. would, would, would you come back and talk to us about that, or, or absolutely, because that's like a that's a minefield. So, so when pe- do people do it wrongly? Unfortunately, we do. You know, people are so desperate um, to alter their uh, their consciousness. They do all kinds of really dangerous things. Like whether what? What it is, is dangerous? Whether it is with herbs or with substances, mm. or they they dabble in things that they really do not fully understand, and they can land themselves into quite a lot of trouble. Mm. And now as the medical doctor, what concerns me always is that that creates a schism of their psyche. And, you know, lots of people have um, battled with schizophrenia and all kinds of psychiatric diseases or illnesses, and it is because of that Sometimes because of the exposure and the um, the experiences that they have on the astral plane. So you have to be very mm. responsible. And it is something that it's always good to to take that extra precaution so that you have a good and um, safe journey. Safe journey. To and back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Apart from the uh, potential mental health issues that you can create for yourself if you don't do it properly are there any other dangers i've heard okay now don't tell me if this is true i've heard that should you astral travel and some naughty friend or someone who 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 wishes you harm comes and moves your body from the place where where you exited that you cannot find it is that true 
Well, you see, you're actually not leaving your physical body. It's just the expansion of consciousness. But your physical body can go through extreme trauma. If you are interrupted, if you touched, you know, sound, the dog jumps on you or something happens like that, it would be uh, almost unthinkable that somebody would come move the body while you're <laughs> astral traveling. But yes, of course, anything is possible in this un unlimited universe. But um, you will be jolted back to the physical body by any external trauma. Okay. Now, where the difference between astral travel and um, near-death experience is, near-death experience, your consciousness leaves the body through the place of trauma. But with astral travel, when you do it correctly, you are expanding the consciousness from the crown chakra and then return to the body from there. But as I said, you know, this is a, this Mind is a field. very, very big subject so, and uh, we could gladly yeah. talk about it at we, this we stage. Have, we have to go though, but I do, um, <laughs> I do want to know what, what if it's a, if you leave your, body through the place of trauma what if you you dying sweetly and, and gently where's the trauma well that is not a near-death experience near-death okay. experiences are almost always traumatic people drowning or through an okay. accident mm. okay. or okay. through okay. Uh, violent um okay means. now i was talking about complete death but yeah. i hear you yeah. now just just before we go rita i would like to know does being an MD, a medical doctor, how does that inform your work in this metaphysical field? Well, it's really amazing because all the energy links to the physical body is so much more clear. You know, when we are doing the activation or the full spirit activation or any of these activations, um, where we are working on the physicality, makes so much sense if you know the anatomy and if you know where all the different pathways are. So it makes it so much easier and it, mm. it, it really allows me to have a much more um, f or a more full understanding of how that energy centers uh, connect to the physical body. You know, uh, and this is... This is a long subject, but I believe that this is the medicine of the future because if you know where the point of entrance is into the physical body from the energetic bodies around you, when you can manipulate, change, heal, fix, call it whatever you want, um, trauma in the aura, in the etheric bodies, you can prevent disease coming into the physical body and vice versa. Where there is physical disease in this dense physical body as, uh, as it is, you can reverse it by fixing the energetic bodies mm. and uh, clearing out the tears or the mm. trauma that has happened there. But that is a massive work because people are not ready to accept that they are causing, that, that, that they, their thoughts might be causing the, the disease in their physical body. I have found that consciousness is changing and I know for a fact that people are starting to look at new alternative medications, uh, new options, new ways of being, and um, alternate medicine has grown. People are looking for something more because, you know, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, uh, they know that there's something more. And they are looking to find different ways to fix the problem. Unfortunately, we allow the problem to happen, and then it's in this physical density. Mm -hmm. But um, w we can manipulate, heal, fix it on levels that does not require the toxicity in the body. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Sure. Rita, thank you so, so much. It was lovely to have you here. And uh, I think Shemaine has already laid the groundwork to invite you back. So uh, I'm sure we will see you uh, <laughs> not in the too distant future. Thank you so much for your time. Shemaine, it was fun. Thanks, friend. From me, Liesl Tom, take care of yourself. Thank you, Rita. Thank you really very much for coming. So you know what I say? Kindness is sexy. So be that to yourself and others. From me, Shemaine Harris. Bye-bye now. This is CliffCentral.com.